0: Every doctor is concerned about your vital signs, but a good doctor cares about your overall health. Your website deserves the same care and HeyCheckIt is here to help. HeyCheckIt is a website performance monitoring and optimization tool. It goes beyond just core web vitals to give you a full picture on how to optimize your website to give your users a happy experience. It includes AI-generated SEO data, accessibility scanning, and site speed checks with suggestions on how to improve and a number of various other tools to help you. Start a free trial today at heycheckit.com. Good morning, Michelle. Hey, Colleen. It's early here in California, but I am here for you. It's late here in Denmark. It is dark. It is not even <laughs> oh, 5 p.m. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, I think this week I would like to talk to something, uh, talk about something a little more serious. And I want to talk about you because you have been going through some stuff. Yeah, I have.
1: Um, it kind of occurred to me this week that I, I don't, I don't, know, I might be going through burnout, or at least I oh. have like way too much stress. Like, like I feel like I'm dedosing myself. Like- <laughs>
0: love that line by the way um so first of all I guess your best friend and podcast host has been telling you this for like eight months ever, now? Yeah. <laughs> ever. like you were like you're gonna
1: burn out and I'm like I'm fine and then our friends of ours were like you know after like I launched something like you know especially info product people they were like I went through like a depression after that I really burned out like and I was like I, I hear you, but like I'm special. I'm not gonna that's not gonna happen to me. You know? <laughs> we all
0: think we're special, don't we? We all
1: think we're special. And we all are special, but there are also things that everyone goes through. Um yeah, I have so much going on in my life right now. And and I think this I mean, I okay, so you've known this for a long time. But like I um I think it really started to become apparent to me that, like, given everything I'm doing, I have really, like, down-prioritized taking care of myself. Um, that was something I got really thinking about at Founder Summit. Um, and it's not just, like, a work-life balance problem or a, you know, need to, like, join a gym problem. Like, I think it's, like, bigger than that.
0: But I don't really know. Like, how do you unburnout? How do you do that? So let's take a step back. When you say you have deprioritized taking care of yourself, what did you used to do that you don't do? Like you have stopped doing over the past year. And like Hmm. what led to that? I'm curious how you got to where you are. I mean, so I really don't, first of all, like I really don't work out as much.
1: Like, and I used to be someone who was like super active. Like I used to run to work, bike to work, Play tennis, do gymnastics, soccer. On top of that, like super, super active, um, and have really become less active. And I don't know if that's the pandemic or like moving countries and my habits like change. You know, you have to establish entirely sure. new habits. Um, actually, that was something I was talking to people about at Founder Summit who are nomads. They were saying that they didn't realize until COVID, and they were forced to stay in one place. How stressful it had been to like move places every couple of months and have to like refigure it all over again like oh like where's the grocery store that i like and like can i get the food i like and you know where's a gym that i like where can i work like all those kinds of like basic everyday questions become sort of stressful um like i definitely feel like that like i didn't go to the dentist for 18 months um mostly cuz it's like so like Heck, I have a package I've been trying to mail for three months, and I'm just so overwhelmed by the idea of, like, figuring out the Danish postal system that it's still sitting at my desk. So, like, basic everyday things become really overwhelming when you're um, abroad. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, I think, like, kind of my habits change, but then I think I just have so much going on also that, like you know, I think the great thing about working for yourself is like, if you want to take an hour lunch break and read a book, like you can do that. But like, I have been feeling like I don't even have time to eat. I don't have time to make myself healthy food. Like the idea of just like even cooking a piece of salmon or whatever, like seems overwhelming. And so like, I have really allowed my health to like totally slip because I just feel like I don't have time for it. But I also don't have those like sort of Habit triggers, I guess, that I used to have, you know, if I was in my environment I was in, you know, two years ago, for example. Sure. And I think with everything that I have going on, that's like become really acute.
0: So, and you would lump, I mean, that's your physical health, but also you said you don't read books for pleasure. I mean, I think that's what you just said. So that's not, that's your whole, not just your physical health. I do, like I do. Okay. Yeah. I mean, have you also, like what yeah. about your your mental health? Are you also are you still not having time to do the things you used to love that brought you joy? So I differentiate that, and
1: I think this is like I've been, you know. So I'm obviously not an expert in this. I'm just somebody who's going through it, right. um, differentiating between burnout and depression. Where, okay. like, I actually feel like my mental health is pretty good like i've done i've done a lot of work on my mental health the past couple of years um and you know depression is like when you try to you know you try to get the energy to do the things that you liked and then you don't get any enjoyment out of it it's like the dopamine just doesn't even fire or if it does it it only lasts for a second so whereas you know a non-depressed person maybe you can go for a walk and, it, and then you or you see a friend and it kind of brightens you for the rest of the day and at least helps you get through it you know when I've gone through depression it's like that enjoyment you get from that like you get like 30 seconds of enjoyment out of it and then it's just okay. gone and you even feel worse than you did before because you were expecting it to make you feel good and then it didn't and then it just like spirals I'm not in that state right now. It's more as just like this constant feeling of stress and like I don't have enough time for anything and feeling exhausted by that constant stress, but it's also not anxiety either because – and I I guess I'm not – I don't really know how to explain this, but like – um. It's it's not like worrying and it's not like a tension or – no, I don't – I don't know how to explain it. But it, yeah, it's kind of what's led me to Google because it's like I don't know what this feeling is. Uh, and then I kind of – you know, I mentioned it to some friends of ours and they were like that's that's the burnout we were telling you was going <laughs> to happen. And I'm like yeah. oh – and then I'm like, so like, what is like the plan to like get out of this? Like, is there like, what does your schedule look like when you were getting out of burnout? And they're like, yeah, that's kind of like, you're trying to like make a schedule of it. Like, <laughs> right. That's and one of our friends was right. like, I Googled, you know, how to be a type B personality when I was going through it. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: amazing. <laughs>
1: um, yeah. But I think it's kind of, it's kind of weird. I, I I was like, should I even talk about this on the podcast? Cause it's like, I don't have a solution here. You know, right. I almost feel like you know, I sh- I should have some sort of solution to give people, but I don't. I'm just kind of stuck in the middle of it um, and and just sort of talking it out because I also – I don't I, – I feel like I've people heard met people mentioned like having burnout, but like – and I guess if people know of like a good podcast or blog post on the experience of burnout and how someone got through it, I would really love to read that because – I feel like we don't really talk about it enough. So I'm kind of, I guess, trying to talk about it as a way of giving visibility to this thing that it turns out a lot of my entrepreneur friends have gone through.
0: Yeah. Well, I think it's, I mean, as much as you're comfortable, I think it's good that you're talking about it. I, um, You know, the, one of the things, one of my takeaways from Founder Summit was I actually talked to quite a few people who went through massive burnout. And it seems to be just something that happens to us in our field in modern day a lot. Probably because we can work anywhere at any time. So we could theoretically be working all the time. But also, I, again, I think it's, I'm sure it's a very personal journey to get out of it. But I feel like you need to take like a month off. Let's talk about that.
1: Yeah, and I think that's really where I'm struggling because I feel like I can't. and But I'm also sort of, you know, somebody who's drowning and, like, people are saying, hey, stop flailing. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That like, And that just makes me panic even more. But, like, yeah. so where I have – you know, the stuff I have going on, like, you know, so we have Geocodeo. And, like, I, I want to stress that, like, I still really enjoy working on GeoCodio, And I think – actually, Matthias and I were talking about this last night and he's like you know we've been running this for almost 8 years and he's like i'm even still surprised that we still find it interesting we still find it challenging we still enjoy working on it we enjoy the customers we work with we enjoy you know helping them and like it's still a problem we're really like excited about solving um and and you know it 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 does not feel like a drag um and so like i so i have two going on Um, Of course, there's this podcast and all of my book stuff and like, and that's a joy, but also I've been putting pressure on myself to sell it when I don't really have to like, you know, like that, like there's not like I purposely didn't pitch it to a publisher. I purposely didn't want someone telling me you need to sell this many books and you need to go out on this book tour and like do all these things. Like I wanted that, you know, that decision for myself of, of how much time I spent on it. But now I'm in this situation where I feel like I have to justify all the time I spent on it. So I'm spending all this time
0: <laughs> promoting it. So like, let's go back. So you um, talked. To, so my my business partner, We Sean, haven't even has, gotten through the whole list, but sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So let's go back a little bit. <laughs> so my business partner, Sean, has in the past experienced incredible massive burnout. And one of the things he said to you yesterday was like the number one symptom of burnout is thinking you can't work less. Like there's no way around yes. it. I can't solve this problem because I cannot work yes. less. So I challenge that first of all. Okay, but I don't know if we're here to problem solve or if we're just here to talk. So uh, we're kind of a mix of a both. Bit of I both. mean, so I think so. Here, let me get through the
1: full list of things. Okay, keep going. So, the, so, the, so there's Geocodio. <laughs> there is right. what I term my extracurriculars, which is the book, like this podcast, being on other podcasts, like you know the fun business stuff. Um. And then there's also I'm in Danish class all day Monday and Friday. Right. And then also I have a family and, you know, another stressors on top of that is, you know, I'm in a foreign country and, you know, again, talking to people at Founder Summit, you know, talking to other people who moved abroad during the pandemic, there was a universal zero out of 10 do not recommend. Um, on that Um, and then also you know we're in a pandemic so like there's all sorts of reasons to be burned out but then the reason why I feel like I can't do less is because like just I mean quite frankly like for immigration reasons like I have to be in Danish class and I have to be working full-time and so I'm squeezing in basically a full work week you know on the edges on Monday and Friday and then working as much as I can to say Wednesday Thursday plus you know like Replying to email, you know, when I wake up in the morning and, you know, at night, you know, normal entrepreneur, lack of boundaries with email stuff. Um, and so, like, that's why I feel like I can't work less because, like, my life necessita- necessitates that I'm in language school twice a week, which feels like a part-time job. And then, like, f- just for legal immigration reasons, like, I have to be working full-time at the same time. So I feel kind of backed into a corner almost. And then so then like the last thing to let go, because obviously I can't drop family off of that. I guess one benefit of being somewhere where I don't really have a lot of friends in daily life is that like social is, you know, there's there's zero there. So there's really nothing to drop. Um but um like this doing this podcast and the book and everything, like that's the easiest stuff to pull back on, but that's the thing I like really enjoying.
0: Yeah, And
1: so I guess I could ostensibly work less and not do this, but like I like enjoy this. And like, I enjoy talking to people on their podcasts and I enjoy doing stuff about my book and I enjoy talking to you and doing this podcast. And so like, so the only thing I'm left with is, you know, taking away the thing I enjoy the most and I, you know, like I, I wish I could only be in Danish class one hour a week, but that's just not an option. And I think that's the thing that's the biggest drag on myself. But also there's just the general, I mean, stress of the pandemic, right? Like, you know, you've probably heard that Europe, several European countries are locking down again. Like, so it's like, are we facing another lockdown where I have to balance between working and feeling like a bad parent because I'm like, you know bouncing homeschooling and working and everything and so that's like even stressing me out even more because it's like oh my god I have to get even more out of each day when I already feel like I'm getting trying to get so much out of each day um and I think just all of that is just kind of making me feel just sort of stressed and exhausted just
0: that's a lot. Constantly. I mean, especially the foreign country part. To me, we moved to California and it's so annoying slash stressful finding new doctors and dentists. And we're in the same country. They still speak English. They take and my And you're insurance. in like constant sunlight. And I'm, oh, that makes a huge difference, by the way. Everyone <laughs> should move to California because I'm happy every day because the sun is shining every day. But- No, that's a lot, Michelle. I mean, you, and this has been so prolonged for you, right? Because it was the pandemic and then you moved to a foreign country. That was, that was a lot to take on at once. You left your friends, you left, you know, the place where you were comfortable and you loved, you left the language, (laughs) you left the healthcare system, like everything that, that was really American know, healthcare you, system you yeah, I could sort of it's terrible, but at least yeah. you know how it, you know, know how it worked. <laughs> at least I knew how it worked. Yeah. But at exactly. least you know how to go to the doctor. And I could or go to it, the like, doctor like, and
1: feel confident I could communicate could, with the person. Right, and it, I wasn't like going out. the whole thing like practicing, you know, how to say, you know, yes, sure I've lost my teeth.
0: You know. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> but, I mean, the change over the past gosh, has it been two, three years now? How long has this pandemic been going on? Um <laughs> the oh, the amount of stress you have taken on is tremendous and i i feel for you because it's just it sounds really really hard
1: Everybody who said they went through burnout, like they were like, the thing I did was, you know, I fired all of my clients and I didn't work for two months. Yeah. Or I didn't work for a year. Like I just lived on savings for a year. And I'm like, I don't feel I can do that. And like also, like people, like, you know, I traveled or whatever. And it's like, I have a family. So I can't just like do nothing all day. Like even if I wanted to, like I have responsibilities like that. You know, do not change regardless of how I'm feeling. And then, like legally, I have to be working, and so I feel. I mean, I I don't know.
0: It sounds to me like you feel stuck or trapped. Yeah, in the situation, I feel super stuck, and I don't okay. know how to get unstuck. So, it seems like the first step is decrease your stress level. Yes. I mean, here's the thing, you're in the middle of it. And so don't freak out, but let's just let's just think outside the box, okay? So you're in the middle of this super, super high intense, stressful situation. But I'm gonna still say that a lot of it is of, of your own making. And yeah, I, and and I understand that you don't want to give up the book promo or you don't want to do our podcast less because these are things you really enjoy. But your health, you know, has to be your happiness. That should be number one. But like, why do I take away the things that make me happy? Oh, I didn't say make take them happier. away. You aren't ready for Colleen's great ideas. Oh, God. What are Colleen's great ideas? <laughs> okay. So I'm just going to throw these things out there <laughs> not to scare you. Just to, and I don't want you to problem solve or tell me why you can't do them. Just to show you that like there are options, even if they seem absolutely crazy. Okay. Are you ready? Okay. Okay. I I will. I will play along. Okay. Just play along with. Throw them at me. Okay. You could move back to the United States. Next, listen. One. Okay. You could sell GeoCodio and take two years off, and you don't work at all. You could hire someone to be you, and I know the onboarding of that. You you don't want to. You've told me a million times. I know you don't want to hire someone. But if you could get a system in place where you only work, you don't have to work on Geocodio. You'd still be working full time in the eyes of the Danish government, but you yourself wouldn't have to be managing the contracts and putting in the hours. There's like they don't, you know, as long as you're they think you're working ish. Um, the full time job have to be working. Hello,
1: Danish government people listening. I would right. make I mean sure you would be working because you would
0: be managing yeah. okay, you would be working. <laughs> Of course, because you would be managing a person who was doing the things for you. What if you just stopped doing, what would happen if you did nothing for GeoCodio, Except like legally required things. Like, like you. what if you just on your website, you go to your website today, you say, we are not taking any more customers for six months. Shut it down. I mean, don't shut it down. But like, what if you were just like, no, no one else gets to come on six months. I mean, there's options. I know these sound crazy to you. Okay. Next like, idea. Okay. I'm just trying to, I'm just like trying okay. to help you see that. Like I'm holding there are, my, my thoughts. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> I see, I see you. <laughs> um, you, I, and I know you love promote. I, and so then of course, then there's the the smaller things, but I don't think not like depending on your, your rate of promoting the book. Yeah. You could just totally stop again. It's a book. It's not going to go anywhere. Totally stop for <laughs> six months right? All this stuff will be here once you are recovered, but your health and your happiness, that is your life. This is your life. And Michelle, you have made it and you, you're so stressed. And that makes me sad. You know, I remember, I i always remember hearing, uh,
1: you know, money doesn't buy happiness when I was a kid. And, you know, I just always yeah. interpreted that to mean, oh yeah, you can't just, you know, I don't know. Go buy yourself something and and then feel happy. And uh they don't tell you how bitter it is when you're in a situation that can't be solved by money.
0: Yeah. That's
1: intense Even frustrating. Even when you could have it. And you know, I mean money buys, you know, therapy and and coaches and you know help with cleaning the house and or you know employees for that matter uh you know whatever else but you know money truly doesn't buy happiness and that is a a bitter pill
0: to swallow yeah yeah and there's a lot of other small things you can do which may help but they might just be band-aids and so Mm -hmm. i really think you need to take a good look at like you you're so happy in in what you have built with your husband the work your work environment and what you are building with the book like but it doesn't seem right now and it's been this way for a while right this hasn't been a month this hasn't been two months it's been this way for a while where it doesn't seem like it's bringing you overall happiness to the extent maybe you thought it would and it might just be you have too much going on but like I'm worried about you that's there I said it.
1: I think the fact that I have so much going on right now is like bringing these other issues to the fore. Like we have talked in the past about how I really struggle with work-life balance. And like if – like like I really love working on Geocodio And both of us like we're not selling the business. We we both really enjoy working on it and working on it together. Like but if I could work 12-hour days on Geocodio and book stuff, like I would do that and be totally happy to do that. Yes, I could blame this on, okay, the extra stress of spending 10 hours a week in language school is like really adding a lot of stress to this but i don't think that gets to the bottom like like i don't think i'm being honest with myself if i say that that is the problem like that is just like the straw that's breaking the camel's back here that's like i struggle with work boundaries i struggle with you know prioritizing myself like and giving myself a break and feeling like i deserve a break like i think this is, this is a, this conversation here is like I don't feel like I can take a break. I don't feel like I deserve a break. I don't feel like it's something that's available to me. Um, I definitely consider myself a recovering workaholic and somebody who wrapped up way too much of their self-worth and self-identity in work, um, which is not as bad as it used to be. But like, like I feel like those things are the real issues. And like – you know, we kind of talked about how doing that exercise at like, well, that exercise at Founder Summit, but also like when, when it comes to like business, like I'm like super competent and like confident and, and, and like I just make decisions and I, I feel very self-assured and I, I find it easy to move forward. You tend to like doubt yourself and do a lot of research and feel stuck and like uh, really struggle with that. But like when it comes to taking care of yourself and your work life balance and your social life and your your health and everything, like you are like so decisive and confident and just make decisions and implement things and do things. And I'm like totally the opposite. Like we're completely opposite.
0: <laughs> yep. On these
1: two things, and you're like you have to have better work life balance, and I'm like like how 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 do like what like <laughs> I don't know what that means like I think I need to read a book on how to relax like you
0: know like where where is <laughs> this amazing. guide where is can this we... schedule of like okay, can that please be the episode of this <laughs> I need to read a book about how to relax <laughs> please title the episode like out. that's amazing seriously like I
1: feel like if you ever got to a point where like you were like I'm too stressed out like you would immediately cut back on working and feel no guilt or shame or reservations and like, just make it work.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think maybe my, I mean, I think my experience is a lot different from yours being a military spouse with three kids. If I can't, I have to take care. I mean, they're older now, but like when they were little, like if I wasn't healthy mentally, physically, whatever, I could not care for all these little people. Um, And so I think part of it is I learned that years ago, like, If I don't have my shit in order, this whole thing falls apart. Because Nick was gone all the time. My husband, uh, you know, he travels a lot for a long, long, long period of time. So I have learned over the years how important it is to prioritize myself, really. And it's my life, right? Let's get back to that. Like, this is your life. Like, how do you want to live it? I mean, right? Not the way you're living it right now. Not with this incredibly burdening like anvil of stress on your shoulders
1: yeah I mean I feel I, I feel like something you said to me at, at founder summit one of our um I don't know if this was our debrief knife when we uh we ordered guacamole at, at oh, midnight and did night. some self pampering so good um <laughs> that like you're like you know I met all these people who are super successful and their businesses are where I want to be and they're like, I'm happier than them. Like, they're all miserable. Like, uh, maybe not all that. of them I'm a little miserable. embarrassed that you
0: shared that on the podcast. <laughs> but I did say that <laughs> so bad. We can I loved you all. Thank you for chatting with me. <laughs> it is not, not a reflection all of, of your character. Not, not
1: all of them were miserable. But, like, <laughs> they had a lot of, you know, business problems. and And it created a lot of, like, personal problems. And you didn't want to have those problems. Like... Yeah. The stress of managing employees and just, you know, all this other stuff, like – but, like, you know, you were saying how, like, your work-life balance is really good. Your family life is really good. Like, you've talked about how you're hesitant to work more because you don't want to disrupt how good your personal and then, like, family life is. And, like, yeah, I, I like, I I just (laughs) – I don't even – I don't even know how to wrap my head around that. Um, so not that my family life is bad or I don't like them, like I do. Like it's just <laughs> I don't know.
0: Like it's just a lot.
1: You're you're like, well, I, I you know what what if there's nights when you know Nick wanted to hang out and then I'm working and then I'm like and I'm like, what is this world where like the default is not like one of <laughs> to you work? Like,
0: is that what you to, thought like, when I said that with your
1: laptop? Like what is that? Like I was just like that's like so normal for us that like you know one of us has some sort of work to do we have to do all the time like and we're better than we used to be but like yeah and like I don't know hanging out with your spouse like I just I don't I don't even know like um I don't know um our marriage is is so funny our marriage is very different um but I just really I don't know. I yeah, I feel very stuck and I feel like all these solutions everyone is giving me, I'm still like, well, that wasn't work wouldn't work because of this and this wouldn't work because of that. Like I'm still I don't know what you yeah. call that, but I, I'm being very obstinate. I'm not being a very uh <laughs> a very compliant uh person to be helped.
0: Well, that's um, what I think that was Sean's point about like when you <laughs> say I cannot change anything, that's when you know you need to change something. Yeah. Yeah. Um <sighs> Yeah. Yeah. And it's a whole mindset shift. So actually I was talking to my other business parent partner, Aaron, about this yesterday. And I said that same thing where I was like, I feel like I'm happier than most people. And he was like, why do you think that is? And I had a couple and many reasons, but like one of them too, like, again, as like we, as a military spouse, like our friends actually die. I mean, that's like in real life, like people die. Um, close friends of ours have died. And I think, you know, when that happens, like my good friend down the street is a widow as she was widowed at 29 with two kids. That really gives you perspective. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I think that really, really helps. I think I'm really good at keeping perspective because I live in this world that is so much more dangerous than everyone else's world. It's like, what is really important? You get one life. You don't know how long it's going to be. How do you want to spend it? It sounds like you take that perspective,
1: not as, You know, that your problems don't matter because you're not dead or that your spouse isn't (laughs) dead. It's more which which I think is often how that comes across. But it's more so that being surrounded by death or having it not surrounded by it, but But like Yeah, that was a little dramatic. (laughs) Having it having it be this kind of looming part of the community, kind of like having having it be a presence in the community in a way that it's really not in mine, like it forces you to reevaluate those things and to not take your time for granted, which, you know, I mean, like, I mean, and, and I don't know, and it's also sort of an ADHD person thing where like we struggle with the concept of time. And like, there's these great talks about how like ADHD is this disorder of how you perceive time. And like, you know, we let things expand to the amount of time allotted and then some. And so we need like deadlines for this stuff. Like, and so if I feel like there's no deadline on me feeling better or, or prioritizing myself or whatever it is, like, I just, I, I will just fill that time with other things because, um, and it has to be an externally set deadline too. Like I, if I make up my own deadline, like I will blow through it. Like, it's just, it's like, it doesn't exist because I know <laughs> it's made up. Like I, I like outsmart <laughs> the deadline, like to, to my own detriment. Um you know, but that doesn't, that time doesn't last forever. And it sounds like you get reminders that, you know,
0: none of us are guaranteed any amount of time. So, and to be fair, like on the other side of that coin, I sometimes am convinced, I don't want to say convinced, but I am sometimes concerned that like all of my, my businesses will not be successful because I'm not willing to sacrifice everything else in my life. And You know, so there's two sides to that, right? Like, I might always have a sass that makes $1,000 a month and just hang out here because I'm not willing to work 80, 90, 100 hours a week to make it happen. So, you know, trade-offs. But I mean, I also, I don't feel like I'm sacrificing everything because I still do
1: have, like, like, family life is also something I'm not going to sacrifice because I think it's something that I did in the past and... Now I I don't you know I mean like today is like kind of a a totally packed day for me schedule wise and I was like you know tonight I'm just gonna like <laughs> put our daughter to bed and probably like fall asleep with her like but what I'm you know reading yeah. to her
0: but it is five thirty your time right now already so yeah you know and I, I have so, something after this right and you're going to do another podcast as soon as we get off this podcast so and I know a lot yes. of that is time zone stuff but. Which suck. I hate them. Yeah, like not uh, being able to do anything with customers until
1: like eight AM at the earliest. Or sorry, like two PM if they're an early riser. Usually three PM, six if it's California. Like, yeah, that is That's rough. Tough.
0: Okay, so let's go back. Let's circle back. Circle back to okay. you because we got a little distracted. And Damn it. how we get to <laughs> talking about work when we're No, we're running out of time. Me? We're gonna circle back. Um, I know we're running out of time to solve all your problems. So in 30 minutes, in, in, I think we have five minutes left until your next podcast. <laughs> uh, but seriously, like what, what is your, I, I'm so happy. Okay. So when you brought this up yesterday with our group, I was so happy to see that because it showed me that you were fine. You were finally seeing it. And so what is your plan? Dude, I don't have one. I we I'm stuck in the middle of this. Like So you don't know. You're still you're still still processing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I was like trying
1: this week. I was like, maybe I can like, you know, do Geocodeo stuff like Tuesday, Wednesday and then do extracurricular stuff Thursday, but then it kind of ended up meshing together and I'm like actually I really need to like sequester myself and like get several focused hours of work done on like Monday afternoons, like I don't know. That just sounds like more like planning and scheduling and working. Yeah, that doesn't doesn't sound like like, (laughs) that sounds like, you know, sort of optimizing within the current bounds rather than like actually stepping back and taking time to like reflect and focus on myself, which is just, I think that's the bigger thing is I don't know how to do that. Like, well, and I was like, should I hire a coach? But then I was like, I feel
0: like I don't have time for more meetings. Like, you know, it's just like, I. Hire a relaxing coach. How do I relax, coach? Yeah, (laughs) but I think you're right. Like trying to over-optimize your schedule is not the solution. You have to fundamentally change the box, right? And I know, yeah, like the paradigm is is wrong, and I'm just
1: working within the current paradigm because I don't know anything else. I just know that it's not working.
0: Right, like I know those ideas I threw out. I know you're not going to sell the company or hire someone or move to the United States. But my point is, like, you could. I mean, there are other they
1: options are that are available to me. So
0: yes. try to think outside the box because you have to change the box because the box is not working for you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a lot for me to.
0: <laughs> You're going to think about it. You promise?
1: I'm going to think about it. I'm going to buy some books about <laughs> stuff. I don't know. I don't know. Uh,
0: Okay, (laughs) is giving myself homework not the solution either? That's not not when the solution is read a book about how to relax. Read a book about how to stop reading books. Relaxing, right? Like it's not like it's not relaxing. Book about meditating, like it's not the right word. You know, I already meditate anyway.
1: Like it's not like it's yeah. It's I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like I don't know. Anybody listening, you've gone through burnout. You have some. I feel like at this point, I less need like solutions from people, and I more need like help thinking about it. If that makes yeah. sense, like, yeah, like framing right? the problem, right? Yeah. So anyway, if anyone's gone through this, like let me know. And you want to, you know, DM with me or something about it, and or you have a book that like really helped you when you went through it. Um, I feel like burnout is. I've gathered that's very different for everyone um and that the solutions are very different from everyone so i think i'm intentionally not asking for solutions because that needs to be something that i figure out right otherwise cuz i'm just going to sit here and yeah. be like no it's going to work that's no, going to work and then yeah. i'm not going to deal with the problem right um i need to i don't know i need to think different think outside the
0: box need a new box you need a new box <laughs> Okay, well, I wish you luck. Keep me posted on how it goes. And I think with that, we will wrap up this week's episode of the Software Social Podcast. Please reach out to Michelle on Twitter if you have any advice or you yourself have gone through burnout. Um, I think those would be welcome conversations. And let us know what you thought of the show. We're at Software Social Pod. Till next week.
1: This episode was also brought to you by Tella. Tella is a browser-based screen recorder for videos that showcase your work and share your knowledge. You can capture your screen, camera, and present slides. You can also customize your videos with backgrounds, layouts, and other video clips. Tella makes it easy to record updates for your teammates, launch videos for your followers, and demos for your customers. Record your next product demo with Tela. Visit tela.tv slash software
0: social to get 30% off Tella Pro. Huge thanks to all of our listeners who've become software socialites and support our show. Chris from Chipper CI, the daringly handsome Kevin Griffin, and Mike from Gently Used Domains who has a nice personality. Dave from Recut, Max of Online or Not, Stefan from Talk to Stefan, Brendan Andrade of Bright Bits, Team Tuple, Alex Hillman from The Tiny MBA, Rami from Hovercode and Rocket Gems, Jane and Benedict from Userlist, Kendall Morgan, Ruben Gomez of Signwell, Corey Haynes of Swipewell, Mike Wade of Crowd Sentry, Nate Ritter of Roomsteals, Anna Mast of SubscribeSense, Jeff Roberts from Outsetta, Justin Jackson, Megamaker, Jack Ellis and Paul Jarvis from Fathom Analytics, Matthew from Appointment Reminder, Andrew Culver at Bullet Train, John Coster, Alex of Corso Systems, Richard from Stunning, Josh the Annoyingly Pragmatic Founder, Ben from ConsentKit, John from Credo and Editor Ninja, Cam Sloan, Michael Copper of Nucy Proposals, Chris from URL Box, Callie of Toslet, Greg Park from Trait Lab, Adam from Rails Autoscale, Lana and Alex from Recapsy, Joe Mazzalotti of RailsDevs.com, Proud Mama from Applenet LLC, Anna from Cradle, Monsef from Ruby on Mac, Steve of Be Inclusive, Simon Bennett of Snapshooter Backups, Josh Smith of Keyhero.io, Jesper Christensen of Form Backend, Matthew of Work Cited, Chris of JetBoost.io, Daryl Shannon of Docomatic, Larabels a community for Larabelle developers underrepresented due to their gender, Brendan from Feederloop, Pascal from Sharpen.page, Lynn Romick from Conbini, Arvid Kahl, James Sowers from Castaway.fm, Jessica Malnick, Damian Moore of Audio Audit Podcast Checker, Eldon from Nodal Studios, Mitchell Davis from RecruitKit.